People's History in Texas proudly presents Episode 4 of Doing the Right Thing, the Pesticide Battle in Texas. Today, we will be talking with Vaughn Cox, Pesticide Regulator in the Texas Department of Agriculture. Our current project here at People's History in Texas is a recovery of the 1980s history of Jim Hightower and his talented staff at the Texas Department of Agriculture. In the 1980s, the Texas TDA was in the forefront of national creative public policy on issues of agricultural safety and sustainability. Their stated mission was to develop an agricultural policy that would save the family farmer, protect the farm worker, provide safe and quality products to the consumer, and protect the environment to boot. This is Carla Nickerson, and I'm happy that you've joined me today as People's History in Texas explores stories about people, places, and events in Texas history that have been forgotten but should be remembered. People's History in Texas conducted this oral history of Vaughn Cox in 2020. Vaughn Cox is married to Juanita Cox, who was featured in Episode 2 of this series. Vaughn Cox was a professional chemist who joined the staff of the TDA because he believed he could help regulate the misuse of pesticides. During the uh, uh, primary campaign, 1982, um, my, Juanita, my wife, was working with Rebecca Flores at United Farm Workers, and the farm workers decided to go all in and support uh, Hightower's campaign for, for Ag Commission. And subsequently, um, his uh, campaign to become commissioner in, in the general election. So uh, they were in close contact with, uh, with the campaign and, and uh, got to know a lot of the folks. Uh, after the dust settled and uh, Hightower uh, was elected um, as commissioner, there was a sort of a, a postmortem, you know, meeting with with Hightower and and uh, Jim told Rebecca, "I need you to send me a list of folks that you think might fit into my administration some way or another." We kicked it around, and they, I guess, I got the short straw, and, and they said, "Yeah, you." Vaughn had personally conducted scientific studies on pesticides at Texas Tech in the 1970s. He knew the dangers of the pesticides and the difficulty of getting adequate regulation out of the U.S. Department of Agriculture. My professional career up to that point had been spent in the laboratory studying, well, in the laboratory and in the field, studying pesticide residues. I was working for Texas Tech an EPA-funded project to study um, uh, chemical residues in, in uh, various crops. During the 70s, the, uh, the primary chemicals that were used <coughs> excuse me, uh, down here were organophosphate insecticides, which um, are, are known as cholinesterase inhibitors. They, they push down the enzyme that uh, helps transmit nerve messages. It's a nervous system poison, and the laboratory was available to 
analyze a blood sample in, in a few minutes and find out the level of cholinesterase suppression going on and then advise folks, uh, you need to be away from this for a while so you get you know, straightened up, get let your system get back on track. We heard from aerial applicators who, who, who spent their entire days from early morning until early evening spraying these chemicals, and they would relate that they're, they're flying about 100 miles an hour and about 15 seconds behind the plane, right? That that was the, the level of suppression that they were experiencing. The work, we, we did some really good work uh, for EPA. Um, they asked us to go out and um, conduct a series of field studies that is monitor the last time an, uh, a chemical application was made to a particular field, and then uh, to monitor the, the crew that was going in there to harvest, right, looking, and we, it was an elaborate study. We put cotton gloves on them and shirts with uh, cotton swat patches uh, that we could remove and analyze. Um, we did urine sample analysis and we didn't do blood. Um, but it was, and then we also did, um, foliage analysis, how much stuff was on the leaf that they could be contacting. We analyzed the gloves and the shirts to see how much physical contact, um, they would, they would experience in the process of doing that. We collected the samples, analyzed them and sent the, uh, the data, the, the raw data, back to EPA. They were funding the, the, uh, the research, and their statistician analyzed the data, and you know, the, uh, I, I subsequently took a uh, course in statistics. The first reading assignment was a little manual, very, very thin little monograph titled How to Lie with Statistics. I, I think the guy actually wrote the book because it, you know, what we saw were dramatic results and what he saw is, eh, no matter, eh, nothing to it. Move along, nothing to see here, which is typical. He was, this young man, you know, was looking for a nice, comfortable position in the industry, right? And he wasn't going to get that by, by making inflammatory statements like, yeah, people really are getting exposed to chemicals when they work. It was outrageous and dangerous incidents like this that led Vaughn to sign on with the Hightower administration. He felt that Hightower was serious about stopping the misuse of pesticides. Vaughn Cox had some interesting times in the fields, trying to enforce laws that were already in existence, but were just being ignored. The uh, enforcement of the rule is up to local justices of the peace. A complaint would have to go to the JP. And then the JP would call in the appropriate folks and say, you've been charged with this, and how do you plead? Well, he's a good old boy anyway. You know, we'll, we'll just give him a serious finger shaking now. now. Don't don't you dare do that no more. Right? That was the weakness of the rule. Uh, but other than that, the rule is really, really good. So I would just kind of wander up and down the road and see what I've encountered. And uh, on a couple of occasions, I 
uh, saw a group of workers in the field and tractor on one side and workers on the other, and the tractor sprang. And I hopped off my truck and I hooked up my badge and said, shut that damn thing down now. Because you are in violation of the law, and if you want to get fined, keep it up. And they did. And at the same time, the workers had to leave. But you can't work in a field where it's just been sprayed. So, sorry, but you got to leave. Right? So it was, you know, things like that. By 1987, though, there were more rigorous regulations in place. One of the new rules was the right to know, which we talked about in the first episode of the pesticide battle. Vaughn Cox helped farmers and farm workers learn about the laws. Later on, I had some other interesting experiences. In 87, legislature passed the farm worker right to know law. It said, farm workers, just like every other industrial worker in the state, have the right to know what kinds of chemicals have been sprayed in, have been applied in their workplace, to the fields. Uh, that required that farmers actually make formal records of their chemical use and make them available to the department on the request and to the workers on the request. Now that didn't go over real good with the folks, but and the rest of the, the crew, there were in the district, there were like six or seven people who were pesticide specialists and they would only travel in pairs if they had to go um, talk to somebody about the right to know stuff. They would only travel in pairs, which means they could cover half the territory, right? But they, they wanted to make sure that, that nobody, that I didn't say nothing, that I'd have a witness. I told them, I don't like this neither, but, you know, stuff like that. And I said, yeah, well, I don't need somebody... Uh, to cover my options, right? And so I, you know, I let, put the word out. You want to hear about it, right? It's my job to tell you about it. And here we go. So I would, you know, wherever there was a group of, of farmers, yeah, I reckon, you, I reckon we need to hear about that. Okay, fine. We'd go out, talk to them, explain right to no law, but here it is. Right. This isn't the ag department who did it. We were, but we're tasked with enforcement. Right. First, we educate you, and tell you what you need to do. We will work with you to help you get that set up. And if you refuse, then you'll get some fines. And after, you know, by the time I'd been through it, they could see, yeah, this is manageable. We can manage this. We can do that. I reckon we will. Vaughn Cox worked for Texas Department of Agriculture, but other agencies had regulatory roles as well, one of which was ensuring health and safety. And Vaughn Cox also helped serve in those roles. I was a more proactive um, investigator. I would I would patrol just out in the countryside and up and down the roads and looking, uh, especially after... Uh, after, after we in, enacted the field sanitation rules about 
you can't spray when workers are present. And by that time, the health department had inaugurated their rules on uh, toilets and hand washing facilities and drinking Oh, water. so that was the health department doing that. Yeah. That okay. was an interesting approach that, uh, that Rebecca took with them on that. Uh, she went to them and said, look, um, you need regulation to uh, to provide these facilities to farm workers in the field. Because if you don't, we're going to start a national boycott explaining to people that when farm workers are in the field and they have to go and there's no place to go, they just go right there. And you want to buy lettuce, onions, cucumbers that have been peed on. Their, their jaws dropped and their eyes got big and said, I think we can come up with something. And they did. In fact, the field sanitation rules in Texas, except for one little thing, are the strongest uh, anywhere in the country, including California, that was where you know thousands of workers were covered by, by contract. The, uh, the rules in Texas were the best. The smallest numbers of workers would trigger the rule and they would have to be uh, have to have a pair of toilets for each number of workers, fresh drinking water, uh, disposable cups, hand washing uh, facilities wow. with soap and towels and you know really good rules. PHIT's current project here at People's History in Texas is the recovery of the 1980s history of Jim Hightower and his talented staff at the Texas Department of Agriculture. Thank you for listening. If you want to learn more about People's History in Texas, visit our website at peopleshistoryintexas.org. Our website offers regularly updated blog posts, and you can also find a list of People's History in Texas already completed documentaries. Please subscribe to this Mining the Archive channel on Spotify, and subscribe to our Facebook page to receive alerts about new podcasts, blogs, and documentaries.